Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers. I'm your host, Daniel Nelson, and today in our study of Luke 12, 4 through 7, we are going to be looking at two types of fear. So before I dive in, I'm recording this on a Monday, and it feels like every Monday I just wish that I hosted a sports talk show because, like, I love football, and especially this year, like, this NFL season has just been so wild. Like, teams were supposed to be good, you know, the Buccaneers, the Packers, because they got Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. They're not doing good, (laughs) and the Broncos, man, the Broncos are so funny. Because they traded for Russell Wilson, and they were supposed to be, like, really good. And then they flopped. <laughs> and it's just been so funny watching the season. And then, like, my team, the Commanders, like, we were supposed to, I thought we'd be good with Carson Wentz, but then Taylor Heineke, he started, and now we're 7-5. and five. Hopefully we're, like, I, I don't know, this is releasing in January, so this... They should be getting close to the last game of the season. Hopefully, we're still in the playoffs. I think we will be, but hopefully, I'm not listening to this like, oh, what could have been, you know, but I'm I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I'm really excited for my commanders. Anyone who knows me knows I love my commanders. I just, I think we can, I like where things are headed. I love Taylor Heineke. He's just a fun guy, but as fun as talking about football is, which it is fun, we are going to be talking about things of fear fear so the passage is Luke 12 4 through 7 I'm going to read it to you from the NIV it reads I tell you my friends do not be afraid of those who kill the body and after that can do no more but I will show you whom you should fear fear him who after your body has been killed has authority to throw you into hell yes I tell you fear him are not five sparrows sold for two pennies Yet not one of them is forgotten by God. Indeed, the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Don't be afraid. You're worth more than many sparrows. So in this passage, it's really weird. Like, you literally go from verse 4, or excuse me, verse 5, where it's like, who you you should fear, fear him. Yes, I tell you, fear him. And then verse 7, don't be afraid. Like, we're literally going from fear to not fear. I want us to let that sink in. Like, when I read that this morning, I was like, what? It's just like, it's so weird. You know, you're going from don't fear to fear. Or you're going from fear to don't fear. And we need to understand this if we're going to really get all out of this everything we need to. So, first don't first we need to fear fear god and what does that look like this fear of god well i really love the illustration c.s lewis uses in his chronicles of narnia so someone's asking you know they've they're really new if you don't know the series aslan he's a lion and he's basically like a jesus type he is supposed to reflect Jesus, you know, and you'll see that throughout the series. Like he even dies a sacri or a substitutionary death, you know. The whole point of the book it or the series is that Aslan the lion looks like Jesus. Obviously, and like lion is one of the uh, figures or one of the animals that Jesus is compared to, you know, the lion and the lamb and he uses the lion. So 
in this, in the book, someone is like, they're learning about Aslan, and they're like, well, is Aslan dangerous? And so, someone who knew Aslan, he actually is like, oh, Aslan is incredibly dangerous, but he's good. And that's what we need to see when it comes to God, okay? Fear is understanding how powerful something is. Fear is a healthy response. For example, I should be afraid of crossing an interstate on foot because cars are much, much stronger than me. I should be afraid of horses because horses weigh a lot more than I do. And that's why I stay on my side of the fence. (laughs) However, you know, going with that analogy of horses, you know, you don't have to be afraid in the sense of paralyzing fear if you know how to interact with them. If it's a horse, I know to be in the front where they can see me as opposed to behind them where, you know, they'll want to kick me. And if they kick me, I'm probably not going to win that. And the same goes with God. With God, we need to understand just how powerful he is, and that is all-powerful. And since he's all-powerful, we need to know how we are to interact with God. We need to, because he's all-powerful. Jesus literally said he could throw us in hell, okay? We need to know who this God is, how powerful he is, and how we are to interact with him. So the way we interact with God, first, we need to be right with him. We need to be right with God. And the only way that we are right with God is through the blood of Jesus. Jesus is how we can be right with God. Jesus died a substitutionary death. What that means is he took our sins on the tree, on Calvary, And he lets us have his righteousness. He died the death that we deserve so that we could have life. And that's how we can be right with God. That is the only way we can approach God. Otherwise, we deserve to approach God and to be cast into hell. That's what we deserve because we sinned against him. The word, your sin is made worse by who you do it against. For example, if you sin... If you, you know, are cruel to an animal, there's a certain punishment. But, you know, it's not a death penalty. I mean, I don't know of anyone who's been... I mean, I'm sure people have been killed for killing animals. But in normal, in functioning civil societies, you're not killed for killing an animal. But if you kill a person, you know, because a person has a lot more worth than an animal. That is a lot worse of a an offense. And you deserve... The death penalty, if you murder someone, you know, it's a lot more serious. And with God, God is incredibly perfect. He is incredibly holy. So when you sin against God, who is all perfect, who has given you such good things, that's why Jesus says, fear him who after your body's been killed, has authority to throw you into hell. That's why. And the only way that we can be right with God is by the blood of Jesus. But once we are right with God, that's where we can fear not, where we can don't be afraid. 
That's where we can have that good news. And that's our second point today. The good kind of, and the first was the good kind of fear, a fear of God. The second point is the bad kind of fear. We don't have to worry in life anymore. We don't have to be afraid of people. Listen to this. Don't be afraid of those who kill the body. Don't be afraid of your boss who can fire you for being a Christian. Don't be afraid of those who will reject you. Rather, fear your God. And when you are right with God, no one can conquer you. Who can stand against us if our God is for us? Who can bring any charge against God's elect? No one. That is the good news of the cross, is that we are only accountable to God now. And once we are accountable to God, then we can love our neighbor. Then we can do what's right. Then we can live free. We can live free of worry. But the only way that you live without fear is when you live with a fear of God. So let's just put this into practice. The way you fear God is by keeping his commands. And not just this legalistic kind of like, Oh, I've shared the gospel with two people this week. I've read the Bible five times. I've No, don't do it like that. You are to fear God by living for him, by getting your heart right before God. That's how you fear God, is by reverencing him in your heart, by honoring him as holy, hallowing his name. That's how you fear the Lord. Keep his commands and love him. Because he is lovely. He is good. And you don't have to fear people anymore because you're responsible to God. God holds your life in his hands. God has a good plan for you. Go to him. Cast all your burdens on him because he cares for you. Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers. One way that you can support what we're doing is by telling people you know about us. It's really easy. You know, if you're in the office, just say, hey, this is a cool podcast I'm listening to. If you're in school, go to people you know. Say, this is a cool podcast I'm listening to. Or you could just text people. You don't even have to look at them face to face. But that is an easy way. Put it on your Facebook. I don't know. Do all sorts of, all. you know, you probably know how to market better than I do. But, but without further ado, I'm going to see you all next time.